up, everybody? Welcome to 94 Section Time Podcast. Happy Monday. Hope you guys had a had a good weekend. Um, for my American listeners, my fellow Americans, um, you know, I know there's a whole lot going on in our country right now, but uh, hopefully everybody had a good Fourth of July weekend. If you celebrated that, hopefully you got to, you know, spend some time with some family, eat some good food, maybe catch some fireworks. Hopefully everybody was safe with the fireworks. Um, you know, for those who didn't celebrate it, you know, hope you had a good weekend. Um, thanks for listening. Um, this is episode 47, which to me is crazy. Um, never thought that I would, you know, make it to where I'm at right now. Uh, 50 is right around the corner. You know, hopefully things will, you know, get better as far as, uh, you know, the current situation with the virus and, you know, leagues and everything. Um, it's hard to tell. I don't know. I can't really tell if we're in the middle of the, the transfer window right now. Um, I saw that uh, Leroy Sané left Manchester City, and now he's in Bayern. Congratulations to him. Can't stand it, but uh, I, I don't like Bayern. I do like Leroy Sané, but don't like Bayern. Um, but it, it's hard to tell, like, what the what the status is. You know, you, you hear about teams moving, yet there are, or excuse me, players moving, but there are players that are still, you know, like in... Italy and Spain that are still playing and you know they're obviously continuing on with their teams um, so I don't know if, if the transfer window is open right now or what the official status is or if it's you know varying by leagues or, or how it's happening but uh, you know obviously there have been some moves some players have signed some contracts and um, you know I guess they are playing currently playing for a team you know that's finishing up their season um, maybe the goal or maybe it's written in the contract that as soon as the season ends, they'll be able to move on. I mean, obviously, Leroy Sané moved, and obviously Manchester City still has games left to play, even though, you know, the season is essentially over. Liverpool won the league. Um, but yeah, this is a, it's a weird time. And, you know, I'm, I'm still, I'm pretty upset, because right now, we would be in the middle of both the Euros and the Copa America right now. Like, and that would be, it'd be great. I mean, it would kind of suck for me for the European matches because of the time difference. Um, but, you know, the, the South American matches, you know, they'd be basically in the same time zone, maybe an hour or two ahead. But, uh, you know, because of damn COVID, we, we're missing out on that. COVID has just ruined so many lives. And, you know, last week I mentioned that uh, my brother... His girlfriend, you know, she was showing symptoms or whatever. So, um, <laughs> I'm just gonna put it out there. His his friend or girlfriend, significant other. I'm not exactly sure what the, her status is, but um, she actually did test positive for COVID-19. And my brother has been hanging around with her, and uh, so now he just recently got a test. Uh, he's waiting for the results to come back. Hopefully, he doesn't have it. Um, but, you know, anything's possible. I think he'll be fine. You know, my brother, he's like in his, he's in his early 30s, or I guess mid-30s. Um, he's, he's pretty healthy. And uh, so I think he'll be fine. But, you know, it just goes to show that uh, it can, you know, hit close to home. He's, you know, obviously he's my immediate family. So he uh, he's definitely the, the, the closest person I know um, that has had it. I've known quite a few other people that have gotten it. But uh, I can't say, I'm not going to say that he has it. I'm sorry. <laughs> But, you know, I guess the chances are, you know, high that he does because uh, someone that he was just hanging around with, spending some time with, uh, test, tested positive for it. So um, wishing him luck. Hopefully, you know, I'll probably send him a message 
um, after I finish recording this, find out, you know, maybe I'll let you guys know on Twitter or Instagram or whatever, um, what he's found out, but you know, I'm wishing him luck. Um, like I said, I think he'll be fine cause he's, you know, he's pretty healthy. Um, and you know, he takes good care of himself, but you know, I just hope that, uh, he comes back with a negative result and you know, we'll see what happens and we'll, we'll move from there. But, um, but yeah, this, this damn COVID, um, it, it's just messing with everything and it's completely, um, it's not going away. Obviously here in the U S it's gotten worse. Um, we saw a spike in cases, you know, after Memorial day. Now we just had the 4th of July weekend and you know, there are people going to beaches, people going visiting people. So I think that, uh, probably the next two weeks, well, seven to 14 days, we're going to see another spike. Um, that'll probably be worse than the one for Memorial day. Um, hopefully, uh, hopefully it's not as bad. Hopefully people, you know, you know, adhere to the, the, the guidelines and the guidance, um, from, you know, like the government leaders, city leaders or whatever state, but, uh, you know, chances are pretty good that no matter what the, the cases are going to go up. Um, like I, I had my uh, family come and visit my mother, my sister, and my niece came to visit this weekend. Um, both of them are extremely cautious with it. They don't mess around with the COVID at all. They stay at home. They, my mother only really goes shopping. Same thing with my sister. Uh, they don't hang out anywhere. My sister doesn't even like do fast food or whatever. So, um, they definitely limited their exposure. Um, but yeah, they came and, um, spent the weekend with us and we just hung out at the house. You know, we cooked, watched some movies and just relaxed. Um, we did have some fireworks around us, which was, you know, pretty nice. Um, but we did not go anywhere. We didn't go around any people that we didn't know, um, except to go like shopping or whatever. So, um, hopefully, you know, you guys that are listening, hopefully you guys were able to do something similar and, you know, keep you and your family safe, um, this past weekend. So, um, yeah, just just a lot going on. And now I'm, you know, I was watching the news today uh, because obviously the NBA, um, you know, they're planning on restarting or finishing the 2019-2020 season, um, as well as the MLS, which I'll talk about later. And then like Major League Baseball here in uh, in the U.S., um, they're going to do like a shortened season. And you know, there's still players that are you know coming up, you know, testing positive because they're getting tested so often. Um, the NBA, I guess they, they're completely doing like this bubble thing where they're quarantining all the players or I don't want to say quarantine. They're isolating all the players, creating this bubble in Orlando at the, uh, ESPN wide world of sports, um, like sporting area that they have in Orlando. And I think it's going to be, I think it's 26 of the 30 teams are going to be there. And, um, they're going to have kind of like a round robin type thing. It seemed like. And I didn't get all the details about how they're going to conclude the season, but obviously they're limiting it. You know, they're knocking four teams out, but, um, it's just, I don't know. It's weird to how they, how they're doing it. They're trying to keep all the players safe. Same thing with the media. They're going to be there. The officials, um, you know, the, the, the team reps and all that. I, I think they're doing, they're going about it in a good way, trying to protect the players. Um, but I also think that, you know, to a certain extent, especially because of how bad things are here in the U S maybe it might just be better to just cancel the rest of the season. Um, I understand, you know, there's a money aspect of it and, you know, people have jobs, people work for these teams, these organizations. And, uh, yeah, I mean, in the end it it is just entertainment. It's a product that that's being produced. Um, you know, 
to keep people busy. Um, but there, there are you know regular people's lives, people that aren't superstars, aren't athletes that uh, that re- you know they they live off of those dollars that come with them being a part of those organizations. So, um, but yeah, so we'll we'll see how it how it plays out. Um, hopefully they'll be able to do it, keep the players safe. Obviously there's going to be no fans. Um, one thing that I did read though is that in Japan, uh, which is also where the Olympics were supposed to be uh, this year. They're going to start with their baseball league, as well as as football matches. They're going to start allowing, I think, a maximum of five thousand fans to come into the uh, to come to the stadiums, which is, I mean, you'll easily be able to socially distance people. Um, you know, definitely in a baseball stadium with only five thousand people. I mean, that that sounds like an Oakland A's like regular season game anyway. But um, same thing with the soccer matches, football matches. They're going to allow five thousand fans in there. Uh, I think that's a good start. I think they're trying to see how they're going to be able to work things for the the Olympics once they are able to to get them back on because the you know the Olympics were supposed to be in Japan this year in Tokyo I believe and uh, it's a good start to see how they're going to make that work um, because as I've mentioned on the podcast many many times um, the NFL is going to suffer if they don't have fans um, in the stands once the season starts. I don't know how they're going to be able to do it because we don't know what's going to happen. You know, I don't know, what is it, three months from now? Um, Actually, it's less than that. It's like two months from now. Um, It's one thing to, you know, watch a football match. There's no fans in the stands. I think, me personally, I think the American football viewing is better from home than it is uh, actually being in a, you know, being at the stadium live. Just because of the way that it's you know it's set up, the way that it's presented to the viewers, I think me personally, I think it's better. Um, but those people watching at home, they don't want to watch it. They're not going to want to watch empty stadiums. It, it's going to be terrible. It'll be like watching really, really bad high school football. Um, same thing I mentioned with uh, football matches. There's that echo. You can hear everything the players say. You'll be able to hear every hit. You'll be able to hear when the ball hits the ground. Um, you know, the hits, I guess people will enjoy, you know, it's a big part of American football, but just the experience of the, the home team not being able to benefit from the crowd, um, that's going to be rough. It's going to be hard for, for fans. Now, maybe they'll do the fake crowd noise like they've been doing. Um, but that, even then, that's something that the players don't hear. That's something that's, you know, either edited in, edited in with like a three or five second delay or, you know, if you're watching a game, you know, the following day or hours later that the sound engineers can put in to make it sound like that. Um, so I, I don't know. We'll uh, we'll see what happens. Maybe they'll do something similar to what Japan is doing. Be able to have some, you know, a small group of fans in the, in the stands. But even then, it's not going to be enough to, uh, to, to give a team that home field advantage that most, at least American football teams, are accustomed to. They're, you know, they're accustomed to having. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll uh, we'll see. But on to the football. Um, one of the, the things that jumped out at me that I read this past week, um, as I mentioned, you know, the Euros and the Copa America obviously got pushed to 2021. Um, but now the uh, Africa Cup of Nations, um, they've made another change to their their tournament. Um, so, at, you know, as of right now, it's the Africa Cup of Nations is every two years instead of the Euros or like the Copa. The Copa's now switching to every four years, but 
it was weird because we had one in like 2015, there was one in 2016, then there was one in 19, then there was going to be one in 20. Uh, now it's going to be in 21 because the 2020 version got scrapped. But the Copa America is going to be every four years, where the AFCON, the Africa Cup of Nations, is every two years. And it used to be that they would hold, hold it in January to February. And uh, it was, you know, the Premier League especially hated it because, you know, a lot of their players would have to go, you know, leave like mid-season and, you know, head down to the continent, play with their national team. And, you know, they're missing some of those crucial games, you know, because, you know, December, January in the Premier League is is extremely important. Um, So they switched it to the summer. Uh, They tried it in the summer back in 2018, I believe it was. And or maybe it was 19. Um, I'm, I'm confused now, but they, they moved it to the summer and, uh, they had it in Egypt. It was a success. They played some games, you know, it's hot in Egypt during the summer, obviously. So they played a lot of games at night. You know, they were doing the stoppage thing where allowing players in the middle of the game to do like a scheduled timeout to, you know, drink water, kind of like what they did in Brazil back in 2014. I think they even did it in Russia in 2019 also, but, um, then it was supposed to be hosted by Cameroon. But um, I guess because of the weather or the rainy season or something that goes on with the, the summer weather, um, they decided to move the tournament back to the January-February time frame. So originally, it was going to be scheduled for June-July of 2021. That's what it was. So there was one in 2019. Sorry. Um, then they decided to move it back to the January-February, which is going to be January-February of 2021. Now... They're changing it again, and it is going to be January, February of 2022, um, and it'll still be hosted by uh, Cameroon. So, um, you know, it's they're they're saying it's because of COVID-19, which you know, obviously, there's going to be a lot of condensed schedules um, or compressed schedules for a lot of leagues. Um, but I was thinking about this. This is going to benefit uh, Liverpool for next season because I mean, if you think about it, they were going to lose. Um, Manye, they were going to lose Salah uh, in January, which is crucial, and now they're not going to. So I'm wondering if the Premier League, you know, may or may not have had, you know, done some lobbying maybe to try to get that pushed back. Because, um, you know, keep in mind, they could have pushed it to next summer. Then next summer would have been crazy because you would have had the Copa America, the Euros, and the AFCON basically all going on at the same time. Uh, but they still want to keep it in Cameroon. So they're moving it to January, February, but in 2022. So, um, yeah, we'll see how that works. Um, hopefully they don't have to change it again. Uh, you know, hopefully this, this whole lockdown thing, I mean, you know, I think COVID-19 is going to be around for a while. I would say, I don't know. I, I don't want to sound like a, I don't know, like a doomsday person, but I think it's going to probably be around for at least I'm going to say three to five years at least I mean hopefully in that time hopefully next year I should say we'll find a vaccine for it but um there's there's no saying there's nothing to say that it won't mutate into something else who knows but um obviously you know it's 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 affecting the AFCON and obviously the rest of uh, the rest of football um speaking of another continental uh, competition um Oceania their nation's cup for 2020 has been completely canceled, completely scrapped. So they're not even going to try to make it up next year, um, basically because they were having a difficulty. And even though there's only eight teams that compete in it, they were trying to having difficulty finding um, time 
in the FIFA calendar to be able to host a tournament. So as I mentioned, only eight teams compete in it, and it was going to be hosted by New Zealand, you know, this next version, or the 2020 version, excuse me, but uh, now they're, they're going to push it into, uh, into the future. So, um, which, you know, it sucks. It really, that really does suck for, you know, that whole confederation is being affected by COVID-19 and to the point where they have to cancel their continental uh, championship. So, um, as it stands right now, um, like I said, AFCON is going to be in, uh, 2022, January, February, Oceania. I think they host theirs every four years. I'll have to double check that, but, um, looks like they're not going to have one again until 2024. Um, CONCACAF right now is still on schedule to have theirs next year, next summer, the gold cup. Um, as I mentioned, UEFA and Bowl, they'll have theirs also next summer. And then the AFC, the Asian Confederation, um, they just had theirs last year, and they do theirs once every four years. So they're good right now until 2023. So uh, we'll see how that uh, how that works out. And hopefully, you know, we'll have COVID's ass kicked by then. And, um, you know, we'll see. I mean, that, that's all we can do is, is really truly wait and see what's going to happen. Um, but I'm, I'm so tired of COVID-19 running my life. I'm sure everybody else is, but, uh, but I'm not to the point where I'm, you know, going to start doing crazy stuff and, you know, you'll see me on videos in Walmart or Target or something like that. I wear my mask everywhere, wash my hands as often as I can, but I am, you know, I'm tired of it. I, I thought 2020 was going to be a great year. Um, but now it's, I don't know that that's all we're going to remember really about 2020 than that and the, and the damn murder hornets. So, oh yeah, but, um, I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll see. So, uh, I'm going to take a quick, quick break. Got to get something to drink and, um, I will be right back. Welcome back, everybody. All right. Um, so Champions League, the 2019-2020 Champions League that still has to conclude. So right now, the four teams that are already through to the next round, we got PSG, RB Leipzig, Atalanta, Atletico Madrid. So that's an RB Leipzig team also that will be without Timo Werner. Um, they're already through, and they're waiting on the results of the remaining four fixtures. So... We got Real Madrid that'll be at Man City, and right now Man City is up 2-1 to one on that. That second leg will be either on the 7th or the 8th of August. All of these will be either on the 7th or 8th of August. Then we have Chelsea. Um, they'll be at Bayern Munich. Chelsea's down 3-0. to zero. Uh, Lyon at Juventus. Lyon is up 1-0. to zero. And Napoli. Um, Barcelona, they'll be playing at the camp now, and uh, that is currently right now at a 2-2, or excuse me, 1-1 draw. So, waiting for that. Uh, waiting for all those matches to happen. Still got about a month uh, before we'll get to see that and, you know, see how the final, um, you know, four matches of the, the Champions League are um, played out. So, speaking of Champions League, there are some teams that have already qualified for the 2020-2021 um, season. Um, right now, you know, obviously because the Bundesliga is over. So, 
Um, we got four German teams. We got RB Leipzig, Borussia Mönchengladbach, Bayern Munich, and Borussia Dortmund. Um, in La Liga, we got Real Madrid and Barcelona already qualified. That's just based on you know where they are in the table right now. Uh, Liverpool, who obviously you know won the Premier League. We got uh, Juventus, PSG, who won the French League. Marseille finished second. Uh, Zenit Saint Petersburg, Club Bruges, and Shakhtar Donetsk. So there's still 13 more slots. Um, you know they're going to be decided between. I would say probably now in the end of the summer, you know, as the uh, the rest of the leagues finish up, and you know we'll see what what ends up happening with some of these other leagues that that ended early, um, if you know how UEFA is going to figure them going into you know the third, second, and first round of qualifying or the playoffs, and uh, we'll see. But those teams that I just mentioned are specifically for the group stage, so um, yeah, we'll see. Um, all right, one other thing that I wanted to talk about real quick is the return of the MLS. So as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, uh, the MLS is doing something similar to what uh, the NBA is doing. The only difference is that the MLS is bringing in all of the teams instead of you know leaving teams off. So um, they have there's six groups of teams. Each group has four teams except for Group A, which has six teams. Um, because they have a weird number of, of teams in the league. Um, so it's going to be 54 matches. Uh, it's called the MLS's Back Tournament. Uh, it's going to run from uh, Wednesday, July 8th to the 11th of August. And as I mentioned, there's uh, six groups. So in Group A, we got Orlando City, Inter Miami, my team, NYCFC, uh, Philadelphia Union, Chicago Fire, and Nashville. In Group B, we got the Seattle Sounders, FC Dallas, Vancouver Whitecaps, and the San Jose Earthquakes. Uh, Group C, we got Toronto FC, New England Evolution, or Revolution, (laughs) New England Revolution, uh, Montreal Impact, and DC United. Group D, we have Real Salt Lake, Sporting Kansas City, the Colorado Rapids, and uh, Minnesota United. Group E, we have Atlanta United, FC Cincinnati, New York Red Bulls, Columbus Crew, and then in Group F, we have LAFC, the LA Galaxy, the Houston Dynamo, and the Portland Timbers. So the way it's going to work is uh, in Group A, it's going to be the top three teams that are going to qualify for the you know, the knockout rounds. Um, for every other group, it's the top two teams from each group, plus the best third-place teams from each group um, that, will, that will advance on uh, to the final tournament. Uh, but as I mentioned, it's 54 games. Um, you know, it's, it's MLS, so I plan on watching all of these matches if I can. Um, if not, I will definitely be watching the, uh, the highlights. Um, I'm, I'm my plan, at least for NYCFC, and I do kind of want to see Inter-Miami, so I'm probably going to watch um, their games and, you know, I'll catch whatever else is on. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, they're able to maintain this bubble that they're planning. They're able to keep the players safe. Hopefully it doesn't collapse because all that it takes is for, you know, one or two players on two separate teams um, to basically scrap this whole thing. And I don't know what the contingency plan is that the MLS has. Um, hopefully they don't have to use it because, um, you know, I mean, not like I said, I don't know what, what backup plan they have. So, um, like I said, 8 July to 11 August. And uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I really am. 
Um, especially, you know, because the European leagues, I will definitely be watching the Champions League, if not live, then the replays. But uh, I don't know, I'm kind of kind of bored a little with some of the European leagues, especially because the Premier League is essentially over, even though they're still playing. Bundesliga is over. You know, that's the league, obviously, that I follow um, the most, that in the second Bundesliga. Um, it looks like after this past weekend, it looks like Juventus is going to wrap up Serie A in the next couple of matches. And, uh, you know, obviously in the French League, they they called it quits a while ago. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I really don't know. And this MLS tournament, you know, I didn't get a, the chance to watch a whole bunch of games. I think each team only played two games anyway uh, before things got locked down because of the, the virus. But I'm just looking to see, you know, see something new, um, you know, and it's it's basically just a full on tournament, um, which would be pretty nice. And, um, you know, see what kind of see what drama, see what, you know, great goals come from that. Like I said, I know it's MLS. I know a lot of people don't like the MLS, um, but it, it's enjoyable. And, uh, you know, same time zone. I got like two teams that are close to me, the Houston Dynamo and uh, Dallas FC. Obviously, I've mentioned before, next year, there'll be another team with Austin starts um, in the MLS, you know, if there, is, if there is a next season. Like I said, I don't want to sound like a doomsday guy, but um, yeah, so um, I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, it's it's tournament style and uh, those first group games, you know, it'd be cool. Sucks they have a weird number of teams, um, 26, I believe, so they couldn't do the groups right. You know, they didn't want to exclude any teams, but I am looking forward to it. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely um, hyped up to uh, to see that. So um, let's see. So speaking of some of the European leagues, um, as I mentioned, Juventus was basically given a gift the other day. Um, Juventus won easily uh, four to one over Torino and Lazio ended up falling to uh AC Milan 3 to 0 and then Inter Milan also lost to Bologna um, and then Napoli was able to defeat uh, Roma. So right now the table in Serie A I mean it's it's definitely in Juventus's favor. Um, you got Juventus on top with 75 points, Lazio in second with 68, Inter's in third with 64, Atalanta is holding strong in fourth with uh, 63 points and then Roma next it has 48 points. So they only they have eight games remaining. Um, it's it's hard to see anybody anybody catching Juventus. Um, as I've mentioned many many times, I predicted them to uh, to win the league. I mean, I think that's almost kind of like saying you know Bayern Munich is going to win the Bundesliga. So it wasn't like it was an amazing prediction on my part. But uh, you know they they just I don't know they look like they are going to have no issues going forward. Uh, let's see the rest of their schedule. Um, tomorrow they host uh, AC, or excuse me, they play at AC Milan. Then they play Atalanta next. Then Sassuolo. Then Lazio. Then Udinese, Sampdoria, and Caligari. So, um, oh, and then they also have Roma. So, I mean, I, I can't see them not uh, not winning it. Then once the season in Serie A ends, you know, the first week in August. Uh, then they move on and play in the Champions League at home against Lyon. So it, it's kind of hard to uh, to see them giving it up. I mean, they're seven points clear, and you know they're they're looking 
they're looking pretty good. So in La Liga though, um, not much really has uh, has changed. Um, still got Real Madrid sitting on top. Uh, Barcelona was able to to get a win against Villarreal four to one. Uh, La Liga table still got Real Madrid on on top with 77 points. Barcelona's in second with 73. Then Atletico Madrid in third with 62, and then Sevilla in fourth with 60. So, um, yeah, that's how that's looking. Not uh, not too bad. Granada, God, they were on top of the table. Now they're in tenth. Um, but yeah, like I mentioned, I mean the the European leagues. Like I said, I'm over it. the The Premier League, which I've be, I did watch some games this past weekend. I think mainly I picked those because they they did have some crowd noise. I do I do like the games with the crowd noise. I don't want to be able to hear everything that's going on. Um, you know, with the players on the field. You know, you don't even get that when you play FIFA. So I think it's just something that I'm not used to, and that's why I I don't like it. Um. But yeah, Premier League is wrapped up. La Liga is essentially wrapped up, as well as Syria. So um, I think that's why I'm, you know, shifting my focus over to uh, to the MLS for the MLS's back tournament. So one of the things that I'm really missing, though, that we would have gotten a lot of, gotten a lot of, got a lot of um, this summer, is national teams. You know. Um, the Euros is like my favorite. It's like one of the, after the, the 94 World Cup, the next uh, football tournament that I watched was Euro 2000. So the Euros has always been something special to me, something that I that I thoroughly enjoy watching. You know, my wife is German, so I support, you know, the Germany team. And uh, I don't know, it's just, a, it's just a cool tournament to watch. Plus, I was looking forward to seeing how um, the French team was going to play coming off of the World Cup in 2018, you know, and then Portugal, because, you know, this is going to be Cristiano Ronaldo's last Euros. Uh, I, I can't see him. I mean, he's 35. I can't see him being around, you know, when he's 39. He'll be 36, you know, when they do finally get to play next year. Um, you know, just getting to see that, hopefully seeing Griezmann do something because he's been playing not so well over Barcelona. You know, seeing Paul Pogba, you know, then seeing how the, the English team is going to play. Um, and we're missing out on all that, you know. And then on the flip side, watching potentially Brazil try to go for, you know, back-to-back Copa Americas, um, just completely missing out on that. And it it sucks. It really, really does suck. So, um, but in other news, um, you know, I moved into my house. So I have my backyard. Um, I have my ball. Actually, I have a bunch of soccer balls now because my... My stepson is here, so he bought all his balls from Germany. I know that sounds weird, but um, so you know, we go in the backyard, we kick the ball around, and I gotta say, even though you know I'm definitely right foot dominant, I have been practicing a little, and my footwork still not good, but I definitely do have more control over the ball than I did, you know, a couple of months ago when I decided to buy a ball, some shoes, and uh, you know, just practice. I can definitely essentially pinpoint where I'm going to, you know, send a pass to. So, um, still have issues with my left foot. I'm actually terrible with my left foot. Uh, and <laughs> it, like, it's so weak when I try to do something with my left foot, but, um, yeah, I've been playing out there with, um, with the two younger ones, the 11 year old and the nine year old, and, um, just trying to get better. 
you know, even though it's it's hot as hell here in Texas, and um, I think I, I think I cursed earlier, so it's fucking hot here. Like, it's it's terrible. Like today, uh, it's only gonna get up to ninety eight, but yesterday it was like a hundred and three, um, and it's just it's just terrible. Like you go outside, in the humidity is bad. The bugs are bad, the dust is bad, <laughs> the sun is bad, but uh, yeah, still, I've been going out there and, you know, trying to do my best, you know, because I have no skill whatsoever, so just going to keep it with FIFA. You'll never see me play on a team ever again. I did it, you know, a few years ago, and uh, actually, I ended up getting, like, seriously injured to the point where I couldn't walk, or actually, I couldn't work out for, like, I think they told me six weeks that couldn't work out because I like hurt my ankle or whatever it was. Um, never play organized football again, but I'm rambling. Um, but, uh, I think that's all I got for this week. Um, I'm definitely going to try to, you know, get some more FIFA 20 in. I've been kind of, kind of slacking Had a busy weekend, even though I did get to watch some games. I did get to play a little bit of FIFA, but, um, yeah. So I want to uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, again, I'll put the contact information in the uh, in the show notes. Um, thank you guys for your support. Um, be nothing without you guys. And, uh, you know, stay safe out there. Enjoy the rest of the week. Hopefully you guys get to watch some games. Like I said, those MLS games are going to start on Wednesday. And uh, just enjoy that. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. Stay away from people that don't live in your house. All right. Thanks. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.